0: And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. Soon, doctors will begin the experimental treatment they hope will save the life of Mary Marshall's sick mother, Jill Marshall. Doctors are optimistic, but the family is, of course, concerned. As Mary rides home from the hospital with her loyal best friend, the entrepreneur Scott Dascombe, Mary learns that her twin sister, Julia, sent away to seek treatment for her psychological problems, has made a violent escape from the Warndale Treatment Center, threatening to come home to settle unfinished business. Now, in Loyal Scott Bascom's car, on the phone with her father, we hear Mary say...
1: Unfinished business? What did she mean, Papa?
2: The staff at Warndale didn't say anything more than that, Mary. Just that they thought she was headed back here, headed back home.
1: And what about the nurse Julia attacked on the way out?
2: In surgery right now. Apparently Julia stole a pen from the nurse's clipboard and stabbed her in the neck.
1: Oh! What is it, Mary? Oh, Scott, my sister's escaped from Warrindale and stabbed a nurse on her way out.
3: Oh my gosh.
1: What about the police?
3: They're looking for her. They have the
2: bus station staked out, and they're on the lookout for hitchhikers, but, well, you know your sister. (laughs) Warndale's four hours away. Oh,
1: but that's nothing. You know, I wouldn't
2: be surprised if she'd arranged for a ride ahead of time with an accomplice.
1: Papa, does Mama know that Julia's escaped? Uh,
2: No, not yet. Warndale called me right after I'd left the hospital.
1: Papa, please, don't tell Mama, please. She's been so sick and she's just about to start this new round of treatment. I think you really shouldn't. Oh,
2: Mary. But
1: Papa, by the time she's out of isolation... Maybe Julia will be back at Warrendale and Mama will never have to know. Or or maybe we can tell her later, afterward, when things are better, when she's not going through such a difficult time.
2: Well, Mary, there's... there's something else.
1: What is it, Papa?
2: Well, your mother... she and I had a little talk right after you left. And, well, your mother decided she wanted to go into isolation right away. Tonight. What? Tonight? Why? Well, the doctors are ready and your mother's ready and, Mary, well... Your mother knew it would be hard for you to say goodbye. She didn't
3: want to have to put you through that.
1: Oh, but Papa! Scott, turn around. I need to go back to the
2: hospital.
3: Sure, Mary, what's wrong?
1: My mother wants to start our isolation treatment tonight without giving me a chance to say goodbye.
2: It's too late, Mary. She's already in there. Probably by now they've already started the procedure.
1: Oh, but Papa! I'm sorry, Mary. That's just... It's just not
2: fair. Your mother and I decided this together, Mary.
1: Well, I think it's really rotten.
2: I'm sorry, Mary.
1: Oh, poor Mama.
2: She's going to be all right. You heard Dr. Fari. She's very optimistic. Oh, but... Oh,
1: Papa. I love her so much. I just... I just wanted to tell her that.
2: She knows, Mary. And... You know that you mean more to her than anything.
1: Is she comfortable?
2: She was smiling when I left.
1: Oh, of course she
2: was. They think she'll be ready to Skype with us in a few days, and that until then she'll just be mostly sleeping.
1: Will she be safe from Julia? Oh, yes.
2: No one can get into the isolation ward who isn't one of the doctors or nurses who works there.
1: But you know Julia, she is so convincing. Your
2: mother will be perfectly safe, Mary. Safer than any of the rest of us, in fact. All right. Now, I'll see you at home in a little bit.
1: Okay, Papa. Bye, I love you.
3: I love you too, Mary. Wow. Yeah. So your mom's in isolation already? Yeah. And your sister's escaped from Warndale?
1: My sister has escaped from Warndale, and she's probably coming here.
3: Terrific. Yeah. Should we, should we be worried? I
1: don't know. Scott, I know you've never met Julia, She's never been violent before, not like this. I mean, she has always been terrible, conniving, and cruel, but not violent. She's never hurt anyone, not physically, not that I can think of. I wonder what's changed. Oh, I hate her. I hate Mary. her so much, Scott. Oh,
3: Scott, Mary.
1: I can't bear it. I just can't. Why does she have to be like this? I don't
3: know. Because she's your exact opposite. Mary.
1: Oh, I wish that were true, but. Oh, Scott, my poor mama. What if she wakes up and and something's happened? What if Julia does something really terrible and, and my mother wakes up to some horrible news?
3: You mean, what if Julia really does come back home and, and does something to you or your dad? Yes. I'll stay with you, Mary.
1: Oh, Scott, would you?
3: Of course, Mary, I'll stay with you as long as I can. Your sister won't get past me. <laughs>
2: Just a little further, Scott. Oh, there. Whew, you're stronger than you look, Scott. Oh,
3: well, you too, Mr. Marshall. (laughs) Well, that ought to work. What do you think, Mary?
1: I mean, I think the living room looks strange with the sofa jammed up in front of the French doors, but Julia won't be getting in that way, at least.
3: Well, not without making a lot of noise. Well, let's hope not. Scott, thank you. You've been a big help. Hey,
1: Papa, Scott and I were talking... I wonder if it'd be all right if he stayed here. Just for the next few days while Julia's out. You know, while she's on the loose. Well, of course,
2: Scott. We'd be happy to have you. Thank you. But you have a big day coming up Friday, don't you? That's when you're opening your... I don't know what to call it. Your
3: platform? Your business? That's our official launch. That's right, this Friday. What's it called again? Mandrake, sir. And what, uh, tell me again what it is.
1: Papa, I've told you a million times. I know,
3: just remind me. Mandrake connects architects and builders with people who are dismantling old buildings. Uh, Basically, it's a sort of eBay for recycled building supplies. And this makes money?
1: Papa, he has all these investors.
3: Huh, well...
2: Detroit's the place to be for that. It is, indeed. (laughs) But,
1: Papa, builders and architects everywhere want this material. And contractors otherwise usually just get rid of old things or don't know how to remove things from where they are or don't want to bother. This makes it easier for people to do the right thing and to make money besides.
3: I presume you're not doing the removal. No. We have crews, or we have arrangements with crews. In Detroit? And Charlotte and Cleveland and Pittsburgh, so far at least. Well,
2: well that's very impressive, Scott, <laughs>
3: and interesting. I'll try to remember it from now on. Well, that's okay, you've got a lot going on. Yes, I have. Mr. Marshall, when Julia says she's coming back here to settle unfinished business... Yes? Do you know what she means, sir? I... Uh,
2: no, not really, uh, she could mean anything by it. I'm sorry, I don't mean to pry. No, it's all right. It's just, uh, Scott, Julia believes that for years we've been wrong when we've tried to tell her she's that she's troubled. We've tried again and again to speak with Julia rationally, but of course that's not the sort of approach that tends to get results with her. So uh, any time we reach a breaking point, any time we have to take action, well she concludes that we've embarked on a sort of uh, vendetta against her. A conspiracy to deprive her of her liberty. Uh And uh, so she, uh, well, Julia tends to see herself as the victim of a plot. And after we finally arranged to send her to Warrendale, well, that feeling only increased.
3: So of course she's angry at us. But Mary, you said Julia's never been violent before. That's right. Do you think Mr. Marshall, uh, do you think something's changed? Do you think there's something else going on? What does she mean by unfinished business? Scott, I I don't know. I wish I knew, but I just don't. That's the last one. All windows locked and chained. All the doors secured. That's the only way for Julia to get in now is down the chimney. Uh,
1: huh. Well, let's light a fire
2: then.
3: Mary.
1: Oh, I don't care. I hate this, Papa. I hate that Julia makes us live like this, cowering in our own house. I hope the police catch her and beat her up.
2: I hope they catch her, too.
1: Papa, I can't stop thinking about it. What if Julia does decide to go to the hospital? She looks just like me. I'm afraid she'll pretend to be me, and then Sweet they
2: Sweetheart, won- it's past visiting hours, and no one's allowed in the isolation ward except the doctors and nurses anyway. She's safe, as safe as anyone could be. But tomorrow... I'll go
3: to the hospital tomorrow and explain the situation. I'm sure they've seen a lot of unusual things. And I can go in, too. I'll stay all day. I can just work from the waiting room. Thank you, Scott. And I'll go with you. We'll be double tough.
1: (laughs) We'd better be. I can't believe you still have a landline, Dad.
2: Everybody has a landline, don't they? No. Hello? Yes? No, not a word. Yes, yes, I will. And what about the nurse she assaulted? I see. Yes, of course, well, thank you, officer. Good night. Well, that was the Bay City Police asking if we'd heard from Julia.
1: Oh, well, they have no idea where she is, obviously. No. What about the nurse?
2: Still in surgery.
1: Oh, Mm mm-mm, I don't recognize this number.
3: Me either.
1: Oh, it's probably Julia calling from some terrible place somewhere. Hello?
4: Is this Mary Marshall? This is? Uh, Ms. Marshall, I'm Arthur Mendez. I'm a conservation curator at the Art Institute of Chicago.
1: Oh, hello.
4: I'm sorry to call so late. I hope this is a convenient time. Uh, It's fine. Mary, you applied for a job with us a few weeks ago as an apprentice art restorer. I did. Well, I have good news for you. Really? Yes, we've had an opening, and we had your resume on file. We just thought you might be a good fit for us.
2: Wow!
1: Oh, oh, wow, that is, um, that's
4: wonderful. Yeah, so we'd like you to come to Chicago and interview with us.
1: Oh, um, when?
4: Well, uh, as soon as possible. We were hoping you could make it this week.
1: This week? I'll, yes, I will, uh, uh, try to make that, that work, yes.
4: Wonderful. I'll email you with details, all right?
1: Uh, yes, yes, thank you. Um, Mr. Mr. Mendez,
4: right? Arthur Mendez, yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll be in touch.
1: Oh.
3: Who was that, Mary?
1: That was a curator at the Art Institute of Chicago. He wants me to come for an interview, but... Oh, but how can I go now?
0: You won't want to miss the next chapter in Mary from Michigan Saves the World at this same time tomorrow when you'll hear Mary Marshall say...
1: Oh, but Papa, what if something happens while I'm away? I would never forgive myself.
0: That's tomorrow on Mary from Michigan Saves the World.